I've referenced here before a fitness podcast that I enjoy called Fitness Disrupted. A few weeks ago, they featured Michael Easter, author of The Comfort Crisis. Embrace discomfort to reclaim your wild, happy, healthy self. The provocative title is designed to jolt us moderns into an awareness of how profoundly curated our lives have become and to remind us that by avoiding even a whiff of discomfort, we can inhibit our physical health through lack of exercise and undisciplined dietary choices and even spiritual growth by never challenging our preconceptions or reaching beyond familiar domains. I was fascinated by his thesis and have since incorporated it into classes that I've taught. It also triggered a thought about this week's Parsha. Yaakov, having departed the house of Lavan with his familial entourage, prepares to meet his brother Esav, who he had duped out of the blessings decades earlier. Esav is armed and accompanied by 400 warriors, spoiling for revenge. The Torah tells us Yaakov became very frightened. The commentators struggled to grasp why. Of course, naturalistically, he was being pursued by dangerous enemies. But was he not a man of immense faith? Had he not just emerged from years of overt divine protection and blessing while under the wicked Lavan's patronage? The medieval Abarvanel explains, Faith does not imply that we should deny reality and insist that all is fine. Rather, we should appreciate the actual impediments in any given situation, but trust that God will deliver us nonetheless. One who does not fear vicious opponents is not brave. He is foolhardy. Without recognizing the stakes at hand, his faith in God is not that impressive or meaningful. A slight twist on this idea returns me to the comfort crisis concept. Perhaps Yaakov recognized that struggle is an inherent feature of growth. Perhaps he could have leaned fully on faith and sidestepped engaging with or even acknowledging the messy moments. But he would have been left poorer for it. Human development does not occur outside of the contours of life's difficulties, but in their crucible. In our narrative, we find another profound illustration of this theme. On his way to greet Esav, Yaakov stands alone across the river from his camp when he is attacked by a man, explained by the sages to be an angel of Esav. The two wrestle throughout the night until Yaakov at dawn emerges victorious, though not unscathed, and impels the angel to bless him with a new name, Yisrael, phonetically alluding to as having wrestled with God and with man and prevailed. The paradigmatic battle holds immensely deep significance. On a mystical level, it foreshadows the ultimate showdown between the people of Israel and her eternal adversaries. But on a more pragmatic level, we can understand this clash as a continuation of one that commenced when those two twins angled for supremacy in their mother's womb, then quarreled throughout childhood for their father's affections. Asaph, representing crass physical values, and Yaakov, a simple man, dweller of tents, and father of the twelve tribes. The Torah here is communicating that every Jew, embodied by Yaakov, must grapple with his or her demons, challenges, and antagonists, whether from without or within. The struggle is neither nuisance nor distraction, but rather an integral aspect of life. In fact, it is what accords our lives their distinctly human quality. Through these ongoing battles between our aspirational selves and the corrosive influences that pervade around us, we can claim uniquely human achievements. When we find comfort in our discomfort, embracing difficulties with joy, becoming willing to wrestle and prevail, we can access new vistas of personal growth. Shabbat Shalom.